I would rather have a day job than be a Pokemon mascot. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time. The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. Jessica from the Escapist Comics podcast, and we're here today with what's your name? Uh, Neurotoxicity. Oh, great. And who are you cosplaying today? I'm cosplaying Asuka from Evangelion. That's one of my favorite animes ever. Yeah. And uh, what do you like most about cosplay? About cosplaying in general? Yes. Um, I like the idea of being able to use your creativity and your crafting skills to build. I love the community, meeting all these people with, in their fandoms and seeing their passion for these characters. And I just love the fact that we can all get together and have a good time. Awesome. You look amazing today. And did you make everything yourself? No, I did not. I actually had it commissioned. I had the design, um, and then I went to somebody who was an expert in latex. Awesome. It looks beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it's actually Andromeda latex. Oh, cool. Great. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Welcome to the Escapist Comics Podcast, special edition from Crunchyroll Expo. Yeah, in San Jose, California. San Jose. Sunny San Jose. Friday. It's Friday. August August 30th. 30th. Man, (laughs) it's been a long day. We got here. Yes. Left the house at 8, got here. 10-ish. Almost 10, yeah. Got to get our press credentials. Yeah. Got a good interview for you. Yeah, sort of. It's like, yeah, it was like a yeah. press conference. Hopefully we, we can really, hear it. Yeah. I think the sound will, will turn out okay. We'll probably put it in at the end of the episode, I would guess. Yeah, so I think so. Listening. Yeah. Uh, we got to talk to Junji Ito. We did, sort of. Master of horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You well, talked to him a little bit. Right? I talked to him kind of <laughs> indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, he looked at me for a second. Yeah. <laughs> we got to ask him a question and hear him whisper the answer to a translator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Related to the audience. Yeah, there was a lot of good questions from some other members of the press yeah. that identified themselves beforehand. Yeah, so. totally. And some not so good ones. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, they were mostly pretty good, though. Yeah. And if you're interviewing, if you specifically show up early to interview Genji Ito, that's probably a self selected group yeah. of people that at least have some idea. Yeah. Or appreci- if not, you know, if n- they're not necessarily experts in the forum, but they do appreciate his work, you know? Definitely, yeah. They're Which most is where of I the- fall on that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've been walking around this uh, Crunchyroll exhibition most of the time just being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, we don't know what's happening what at all are here. These references to yeah. what is this a plushie of? <laughs> yeah. Why is that teenage girl having her bikini torn off by a monster? <laughs> I don't think that's great. Why personally. is this, why is their tails coming out of people's underwear? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, it's been, I'm pretty like a. Uh, I know that I don't understand a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't try not to be judgmental about it. It's oh, cool yeah. to see people out having fun in their cosplay. Definitely. There was one guy running a, a hentai booth. Yes. Uh, who looked exactly like a guy who would be running a hentai booth. <laughs> Always. He had like the, the combination of like 
long hair, but also very thin hair. Yeah. Like a, yeah, looks like a, like a scary person. Oily skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just crouching on like a crate, <laughs> drinking a ginger ale next to the, the curtain, like, the entry curtain of the hentai booth. One knee up. <laughs> Which by the way, said uh, it costs a dollar to go behind the curtain and look at the hentai, but he said you get $5 worth of uh, value or something. He's like, what are the other $4? <laughs> <laughs> like, the memories you'll take with you as you jack off on the bus on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> under the blanket that you bought at <laughs> Crunchyroll. Overall, it's been great. And we're really yeah, grateful. We're really, yeah, really, yeah, the staff has been great. Thank you uh, for these yeah. press passes. It's been very <laughs> enjoyable. And uh, I guess the fact that the few weirdos you see do genuinely stand out yeah. speaks to the sort of cool, like inclusive nature of uh, anime these days and of anime fandom. Thanks, Jesse. Like I brought that back around? <laughs> yeah, you totally rounded that out for us. Thanks. Uh, I mean, I, like, I was super into anime, like, in the early, mm-hmm. the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And I guess I just, I, didn't, I, I lost my love. No, I still, I, never mind. I'm, I'm not well, I'm going it's all, with It's this. such a, like, the creators are so prolific that so much new mm-hmm. stuff comes out every year. That Like, I, I'm the same way. Like, there are series that I really loved and that I watched beginning like I've watched every iteration of Full Metal Alchemist and read yeah. a lot of the manga I've watched every iteration of Berserk and read three thirty some volumes of the manga yeah and so like the things that I like I like but it's weird walking around at a place that's completely organized around this thing that I thought I knew something about right and just being like wowed and like confused by yeah. a lot of it. <laughs> yes like, I've only seen a handful of Full Metal Alchemist things and I thought that was one of the most popular anime manga properties of all time yeah well even like ne- like Neon Genesis we were talking about that earlier there's yeah. a giant dragon blowing smoke out of its mouth and we can't figure out which anime it yeah. is from because it might look like it's from all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and like there have been so many Gundam series and yeah. video games yes. and, and manga and anime and right. OVAs and movies. Mm-hmm. And not much. I haven't seen much Gundam stuff I walking have, around. I don't think I've seen anything from yeah, Gundam. Seen more Hunter x Hunter than I've seen Gundam. Yeah. It's really strange, actually. And a lot of what it, I haven't seen any Cardcaptor Sakura, which used to be like oh. one of the most popular but I haven't seen any merch yeah. from that. It's mostly like very girly stuff. Yeah, I guess I would say, or or like overtly like male gaze horny stuff. Yes, like yeah. it's weird. You have both ends of that spectrum, yeah. which is kind of a <laughs> weird juxtaposition to have. It you is, know? yeah. Like whole families here, and yeah. then like you know, weird big titty borderline pornography. <laughs> yeah, just a huge banner. Or in the, the opposite of that, but still pornography is like the the twelve year old. Oh girl yeah, the horny stuff, yeah. underage stuff. Ooh, yeah, which is a little scary. Yeah, <laughs> but then we have the cool like we went and saw the Junji Ito gallery too, which was amazing. Yep. Um, I've never seen his original art before. Yeah, up close and personal. Which yeah. Still has like the tape marks and the thumbtack holes in it and little mm-hmm. whiteout spots all over it. Yeah, and, and the like text you can actually see the texture in his art, which is really beautiful. Yeah. We'll post some of it on Instagram and stuff too, so and you so guys. Can yeah, see and it. I don't even know if it would come through in photographs, but some of the, the like the tricks that he uses to create depth and stuff, like layering like white paint on top of black instead of just leaving a space empty yeah. and leaving the page white, he would like white out a portion of it. Yeah, like, oh, man. And, and he actually builds the white up, so yeah. yeah, which is really cool. Like you see a lot of other artists use white out on their pages but he actually makes it to a texture yeah yeah level and there were some yeah. like cut out portions that that gave us like a yeah just like an, uh, an illusion of depth when you scan it into a 2d format 
Right. That's a guy that's never probably going to work in digital, huh? He's no. going to be, <laughs> you're never going to catch him using Manga Studio. Yeah. Straight up ink <laughs> and paper God. all the way. <laughs> yeah, and definitely shows, and that's how he's been like building it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we also, he, he actually, one of the questions he was talking about, um, the, uh, it was talking about H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, and he was talking mm-hmm. about. Um, oh my God! What were the other ones he cited? That uh, oh, well, he cites Dickens. Yeah, but, he says the Exorcist. Oh, he was talking was about maybe. Exorcist. Yeah, his favorite movies were Exorcist and Suspiria. Yeah, and then he referenced like contemporary dance in one of the <laughs> one, yeah. one of the paintings. Yeah, he was trying to make Tome and yeah. her friends look like they were dancing in a contemporary yeah. way. Yeah, and that's what he says. Suspiria was one of his favorite movies. Yeah, so it was really and cool. The, like the captions that he had on his artwork was all they were all very endearing. Also, like mm-hmm. a lot. A lot, of, a lot of them were sort of like self-critical in the way that a lot of like super introverted artists are where he's like, hey, I was trying to make this look good, but it didn't turn out that good. Yeah. You know, it's this incredible, <laughs> intricate, beautiful piece. Yeah. Like, yeah I kind of blew it on this one. He's very matter of a fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was really amazing. Um, yeah. And we're going to see a lot more as we go on today. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll get some more interviews, maybe with some cosplayers or other people. I think there's like a couple other like like booths here, like retail booths yeah. or like Denpa's here. Um, I don't know if you know, maybe Vertical's here. Ooh. Yeah, so we'll try uh, to get There's a T-Mobile booth that we might be able to get. Get an interview, interview with, with the T-Mobile, T-Mobile represent, guys. With Thomas Mobile, yeah. the founder of T-Mobile. <laughs> Thomas Mobile. Oh, Lord. That's what it stands for. <laughs> Who else are you excited to talk to? <laughs> Any other... Uh, uh, is Akira Toriyama here? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, saw, maybe I he'll... saw an old guy dressed like One Punch Man that I might go talk to later. <laughs> oh, we, saw... We, saw, we saw Waluigi. We <laughs> you know, Waluigi. anime character, <laughs> Waluigi. <laughs> What was that giant fish guy we saw walking by? I don't know. The big, the look kind of like a duck. Also, yeah, he looked kind of. Oh, yeah, maybe white, he was a giant duck. The big white cylinder. Oh, maybe that's a Sanrio character. Oh, could be. Yeah, so maybe we'll talk to Kello Kitty at some point. Oh, as well. I wonder if there's going to be a Gudetama here. I love that. <gasps> oh, like the egg, egg guy. Yeah, the oh, egg that's always bummed out. He's so he's so cute. I got salt shakers that were oh, yeah yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> there has been some cool merch too. A uh, little bit overpriced, I gotta say. Oh. As are most cons. I yeah, guess. that's kind of the thing. Yeah, well, also if they're import stuff, too. Oh, true. It, like, triples the price. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted that jacket, though. That, yeah. That sweet... Uh, An embroidered bomber jacket. Yeah. $130? Jesus Christ. not bad for a jacket, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I figure you can wear it for 10 more years. That's only $13 a year. Oh, my God. You got to amortize it over a period of decades. Uh, all right. Well... Yeah, we'll be Anything back else? with some we'll more, be back with uh, some more stuff later. We're gonna go walk the floor and maybe try to talk to some people. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll see how it goes. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend and rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or come visit us at the store at Escapist Comics. We're located at 3090 Claremont Ave in Berkeley, California. Or you can find us online at escapistcomics.com or on Twitter at Escapist Comics or send us an email at hello at escapistcomics.com. Put podcasts in the subject line. You can find Jesse on Twitter or Instagram at Jesse the Head. And you can find Jessica on Twitter at Violet's Victory or on Instagram at Jessa Rossi. We're back with the, the mayor. Good, e- good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to New Crunchy City. <laughs> Thank you for being on the Escapist Comics Podcast, Mr. Mayor. No problem. I'm always glad to serve. What can I help you with? Uh, so you're cosplaying today, or 
In a manner of speaking, I am actually the mayor of New Crunchy You're City. You're actually the mayor. That's well, we're pleasure. honored. Is it an elected position? Is it a... As a matter of fact, it is. I'm always running for re-election all day, every day. <laughs> Congratulations on your victory. Well, no problem. You'll Thank you. will definitely have our vote. You've been yeah. very welcoming to New Crunchy City That's wonderful today. to hear. I appreciate uh, it. Thank you very much. <laughs> What would you say your top two issues are in the upcoming election cycle for Crunchy City Mayor? Mm, top two issues, I would have to say... I've seen, like, people... A deficit on ninja logs. We have to make sure we have more of those. And the use of performance-enhancing time chambers. Got to watch out for those. <laughs> I, I'll definitely have to look out for those in the future as well. Absolutely. It's one heck of a drug. Be careful. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. No problem. I hope you enjoy yourselves in New Crunchy City. We will, definitely. <laughs> thank you again, Mr. May. You have a wonderful day. It's day two. Yeah. And we're sitting in Jesse's Prius. Woo, we just got done. <laughs> Second day of the Crunchyroll Expo. Yeah. Got and some good stuff. Yeah, we're exhausted. Yep. There's a lot of anime. A lot of anime. We're animated out, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually maybe going to go home and watch a little uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Are you? Just to, yeah. Uh, just to see something that I understand. I'm still a little bit uh, confused by everything that happened over the last two days. I'm very confused. <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. I think I'm going to go home and stare at the wall. <laughs> yeah. Although we did get uh, to listen to a nice uh, Genji Ito panel where he talked about the best cats in anime and his yeah. own personal experience as a cat dad. Yeah, they raided cats. Yeah. Yeah, from scary to cute. Cute, yep. Or just scary or and cute. Scale of one to five, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Cuteness and scariness. I don't right. know if we're going to include much of that. Yeah, I don't but... know. Yeah, it wouldn't really make any sense. I think. We did. I think we will chop up some of this and put in some uh, some fun, like Ginger Ito's personal anecdotes with his own cats and yeah. his feelings about cats in general. Yeah, cats peeing on beds with him yeah. in it. That was pretty funny. What a great guy. He's really awesome. Very like soft spoken, but definitely has some like. Scary and funny humor to him. Yeah. Very thoughtful, very talented, mm-hmm. very nice person. He also did a live drawing for us. He did. Which is amazing, and we'll post on our Instagram. Yeah, we got a couple pics. Yeah, uh, of his scary ghost cat, Colin, which mm-hmm. is in some of his short stories, so definitely check that out. We talked to a very nice cosplay person. Yeah, a couple, two. Two cosplay persons? Yes. Yeah. Well, one guy actually was the mayor of Oh, yeah, he City. was he the mayor. in costume at all. It's just who he is. Right. So he did speak with a political official, a yeah. person in a position of power, yeah. who asked some hard-hitting questions. We did. Uh, we walked around a bunch more. Uh, we watched some crazy people play some insane games. Oh, yeah, a lot of DDR. A lot of DDR and a game called My My. Was that it? The one with the yeah. cir- it's a circle and you, you hit the buttons on it? Yeah, it controls you, basically. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of freaked out by it, honestly. Yeah, I was but, a little bit freaked out by a lot of the stuff we saw. Yeah, we're not sure if we're fit for Crunchyroll, yeah. to be honest. But also, overall, a lot of heartwarming shit, too. Like, big groups of kids running around in cosplay, having a great time. Yeah, uh, there's a, like the overall theme was very welcoming. Yeah. Like, people were all super nice, and yeah, everyone was just like, this is a welcoming space. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the staff was really great, too. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of want to just go back to 
after regular Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know what things are here. Yeah. Though there was a lot of Deadpool cosplay. That's true. The, like, that we was saw the... a, a Boba Fett Deadpool combo. Yes. Or maybe it was Django Fett. I. Oh, I don't know what he was. Yeah. He had like spikes on his helmet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. And then there yeah, was yeah. a Django Fett, mm-hmm. and then a couple Spider Mans and a Spider Gwen. I think that was it from Marvel. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. The, the only ones I, like, recognized out of that was, like, the Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And everyone else, I was kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was, uh, we'll definitely get the Junji Ito stuff to you guys. Um, that should be really great. Also, coming up from Junji Ito, we found out this is an exclusive at Crunchyroll. Mm, yeah. uh, Uzumaki is going to be released as an anime, and it's going to be premiering sometime in 2020 on Toonami. And right now you can watch a brief trailer on YouTube or on Toonami's website. I highly recommend it, even though it's like, very brief, but it's still really awesome and very spooky. Um, also... There's a thing called the Quibi app. Yeah, a mobile uh, streaming platform. Yeah. Specifically for phones, I guess. I guess. Or maybe tablets as well. Yeah. Um, but they're doing... We, we actually mentioned this Tomy that was going to be adapted. Um, and we thought it was going to be a movie when they first right, talked about action. it. A live action movie. But it's going to be live action. But I guess it's going to be just for this app. Okay. So, but it has Alexandria Andre, who just did that movie Crawl, and he's attached to direct this. The alligator guy? Yeah, the alligator guy. Oh. Yeah. So, it's a little, I'm a little confused about what's happening with that. So, the alligator movie guy is doing a live action Tomei that you are supposed to only watch on your phone. I guess so. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. We'll try to figure out some more information and give you guys that later. Because um, I hope that comes to something bigger than just this app. Because there's actually, when you go to that uh, that app, there's, like, no information on that website. About, yeah. like, when it's coming out, like, what, what it is, really. It just says, like, mobile streaming device. And that's pretty much it. Weird. So, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, well, let's let's try to find the Japanese version. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a fan <laughs> sub out there. Yeah, of the existing. <laughs> totally. <good Tomei. laughs> uh, yeah. So that's it from uh, Crunchyroll Expo this year, guys. Yeah. Uh, we're we're gonna get out of here because it's baking in this car. Yeah. Keep listening. The the <laughs> later in this episode probably will be the audio that we recorded in the interview. We'll just chop it all up. Yeah, we're gonna chop this, it so. all up, and then uh, Will's gonna do magic. Either enjoy listening to it in a second, or I hope you enjoyed listening <laughs> to it uh, just before this. Totally. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. You recently produced one of your first art books, Angel Sekai. How did that come about? What made the decision to do that? And was there anything inside there that was there anything that you wanted inside there that didn't make it into the book? So, for this, the art book, um, 
it's actually uh, the reason why I released it was um, you know I've been drawing manga for 30 years now and um, it's actually kind of a bit after 30 years but the publishing company kind of um, you know they were you know, approaching because it was my 30th anniversary too but, but you know let's make an art book and so um, and for like an art book you know I wasn't uh, really confident in releasing because it's just like the art only right it's not um, a story or anything like that um, the person in charge really worked you know uh, really hard to make this project happen and we also you know there was like some originals that um, you know were with other companies and we were able to like get those back and include it into the art book um, so um, yeah it was uh, very uh, great that it came together um, and there was also another um, in terms of your question about um, art that didn't make it into the art book is uh, there was a publishing company that went out of business that um, they had his artwork um, but they were, um, there was no way to get that artwork back and the art was like with a girl um, there was like chimneys um, so for different parts of her face there was chimneys and there was smoke coming out and that was was one of the arts that he wanted to include, but you know, unfortunately, um, you know, they couldn't get that artwork back. This is a question from the Anime News Network. So, you started uh, reading horror manga when you were very young, and then you began drawing uh, around elementary school. Were you inspired in any, um, by anything in particular growing up in you? So, actually, I grew up in a city next to Nagano. Uh, and which was surrounded by a lot of mountains and a lot of slope roads. Uh, and in the city, it's mostly like flat roads. Um, and, you know, you, you would go up and down the different roads. And uh, it's kind of like, for me, it was comparatively like more like a 3D environment um, that I grew up in. Um, and so in terms of um, like growing up, um, I would go, there was like a lot of like narrow roads, like in between buildings that, kind of similar to like a maze and so I, I, a lot of the times I would go over there and play hide and seek and also there was um, like some old hospital buildings that were scary and I think you know like those experiences kind of um, are reflected in my manga. From Danny from the ADA Connections, our question is what is the scariest movie or book you've seen and how did it inspire your work? So I think uh, we touched upon earlier uh, Lovecraft. Uh, uh, there was a, I think it's a, um, it's a thing, it's called uh, Color Out of Space. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Is what um, he got, uh, he was watching, and there was like a scene where the meteor uh, hits Earth, right? And then um, the, um, there was like, when it hits the Earth, there's like a color that uh, comes out that doesn't exist on Earth. And, um, and then like the color kind of, like consumes and other stuff around it and so I think that was something that kind of um, was kind of scary at the time um, for, in terms of books uh, Koji Suzuki's Ring was something when I when I read the book was really scary um, and so in terms of uh, in movies like The Exorcist was uh, very scary for me that even when I watched it uh, gave me like Kind of, it was traumatic for me seeing that, and also a movie called uh, Suspiria. It's another one. Jessica from Escape the Comics podcast. Much like your Frankenstein book, uh, what classic fairy tale would you like to adapt into more like horrifying manga? 
Um, in terms of um, some works like Steinbeck Snake, uh, and also like uh, uh, Dickens' novel. Um, I don't know. He says Stein Sign Man, or like it's about uh, a train worker that sends like uh, signals to the trains. I don't, I don't know if you know. The, he kind of uh, not sure about the title, but you can look that up. Uh, so those are some of the ones that would be cool to do a manga adaptation. Mm-hmm.